Back to the Get Your Happy on Hour on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. What? We're back. Hey, before we get started, back in on Jenny, I got, I got a question for Bach. What you got over there, man? It's like you reading something. What you, what you got going on, man? Yeah, we just wanted to give a shout out uh, for to Lincoln Center Kiwanis. Uh, Lincoln Center Kiwanis is a volunteer group that improves the world one child and one community at a time. Learn how you can join the club and serve the local community today at lincoln-center-ne.kiwanis1.org. So wow. shout out to Lincoln Center Kiwanis. Big shout out to Kiwanis, man. You know what? Y'all doing big things, huh? Okay. That's all good. Well, look at here. I got to get back to my guest right quick because she's she was uh, in Kansas City with selling power tools. And she ended up some kind of way coming back to Nebraska. Now, how did this all happen? And, and, and there was a house or something that was a you got a house through this process. How did you? Talk to me. Tell me what happened. <laughs> yep. So when I made the decision to come back to Nebraska and, you know, I was still working for DeWalt remotely, um, yeah. but had the intention to work with my brother full time eventually. Um, but I had to sell my house in Kansas City mm-hmm. and I had two offers on my house and one was $600 less than the other. And you know, call it Holy Spirit, tap it on my shoulder saying, take the lower offer, leave the one that's $600 higher on the table. It was loud and clear. Yeah, that's strange because people don't do that. Well, Six hundred dollars is six hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, right? right, 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 exactly. <laughs> but I listened and uh, got a call from my agent who said, I "Just talked to the other agent, and the people who got your house are just in tears. They're just crying." And uh, she said that this was their seventh house that they had tried to get, and the reason they were moving is because they had just lost their baby, who was two weeks mm. old. Mm who had died in the NICU and they couldn't bear to be in their house in the same town. And so they were looking for a home in the same area and that's where my house was. And so I wanted to know who these people were and just kind of know their story. And so I was looking at Facebook and I happened to see a post about their baby girl who had died. And I noticed that she had died 13 weeks. Um, she was born 13 weeks premature on my birthday. Oh, wow. Yeah. And uh, of course then I get, just I tear up and you know, start crying and I just thought man when you're obedient to God and mm-hmm. Holy Spirit just the amazing things that can happen so I actually got to hand them the keys to wow. the house yep. man that's special yeah yeah that that's... is special I like that and it was also a sign for me that you know coming back to Nebraska was the right decision and um, timing and all of that was perfect and here we are so you came back to the to the big state Mm-hmm. And you end up getting a house here? Yep. So um, my uh, parents had a place a couple miles south of their house that's part of our family farm. And uh, that became available about the time that I wanted to come back. And so I helped them make some renovations to the house. And that's where I'm residing now. So what? just in a farmhouse <laughs> north of Exeter. So, you, you, so you're back on the farm. You started, the farm. you started on the farm. You're back on the farm. <laughs> yep. That's all right, though. Uh, you know what though, I, I'm I'm glad to see that you know you share your beliefs. Mm-hmm. You know I think that's something that's missing. You know I try not to force it on people, but when people acknowledge it on their own, I mean I'm I'm with that because I'm the same way. I I uh, I, I believe 
You know, I don't try to force anyone else to, but I think it's important to have faith. Yeah, I have a cool story about that, too. Okay, well, won't you share that with us? Yeah, so I was on a plane one time, and I was reading this book called Praying for Strangers. And it was written by this woman named River Jordan, who had two sons overseas in the military. She was constantly worried about them. And one day she decided, you know what? I'm going to stop worrying about my sons and I'm going to pick one stranger every day and I'm going to go up to them and I'm going to ask them what I can pray for. And then she wrote a book about this experience. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. And it was just amazing story after story of perfect timing and people, you know, looking for signs and asking God for someone to just to reassure them that, you know, everything was going to be okay. And this is beautiful. So anyway, I'm on this plane reading this book and this guy comes on the plane and he's furious and he turns around and he yells at the flight attendant, right? Um, she's trying to get him to put his bag up in the overhead bin so we can leave because he's late and keeping everybody holding the plane up. And he turns around and yells at her and he goes, I just got fired. And so I looked up and I thought, okay, God, here's my stranger. Yeah. <laughs> <So> yeah. Now, <laughs> a very unique one at that. <laughs> yeah. Let's put this into practice. And so I did. I said a quick prayer and I said, I don't know how and I in what way um but can you just please turn this man's day around like have him leave this plane just smiling and laughing right because at that point that was a miracle I mean to compared to where he started and so I went back to my book and kind of the quarter of my eye I saw this girl and she's about 14 15 Mm -hmm. and I saw her take out a piece of paper and start writing and then I saw her pass this note over to the guy the angry man and I was doing one of these trying to read over his shoulder because I was sitting behind him to see what the note said. And literally all I could see before I awkwardly fell back into my chair was, I know you don't know me, but. And oh. I tell you what, within minutes, this man was talking to the guy next to him, sharing about what happened and literally left that plane smiling and laughing. Wow. In tears at times from the yeah. emotion of it. I mean, tough times, man. Tough times can uh, can really, it can test you. Yeah. Yeah. But then, too, you guys, I mean, that little girl writing that note, whatever she wrote. Yep. <laughs> I mean, and everybody on the plane or the guy next to him on the plane that we end up talking to, that's big because sometimes people are really close to making a decision yep. that uh, they can't undo. Mm-hmm. And I'm just kind of guessing here but i'm thinking if you if you're running late on, to get on a flight and then you know the first thing out of your mouth is i got fired you know i can see where that could possibly make for a long flight yeah. to say the least you know so and saying that prayer and then watching what happened afterward yeah right and realizing it was like an instant message response. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I made the joke that, well, maybe God got it faster because I was in the sky, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what we're looking at. <laughs> and I, I often thought about that and the power of prayer and, and how God can use all of us as earth angels, right? And how he used that little girl yeah. um, to make a difference in that man's life and well, you know, I, I just, like I say, I always try to look at it from a perspective of, you know, being positive can't hurt. You know, a lot of people say, well, it doesn't it doesn't solve all your problems. Well, you know, probably not. But stress ain't going to solve them either, you know. So I really think it's important to try to stay as, 
as positive as you can. I mean, I understand sometimes it's hard, but I'm speaking from personal experience now. If I don't stay positive, I don't like how my day goes. Yeah. You know, I don't like the energy that I, I provide to others. I don't like how I feel. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I can I can laugh about uh, something, anything, and it'll just make me feel better on the inside. It don't fix no problems, but it, it, it lets me calm myself to where I can deal with whatever problems I may be faced with. So I think positivity is just a key, and I just don't think it gets enough attention. But as long as I have an opportunity to talk to people and and to, say, be social media, this radio show, whatever, I'm going to continue, continually put positive out there. I did um, some personal development in the past, and one of the things that I learned is we kind of look at things a little bit differently. so here I'll explain what I mean by that is if you want to get in shape, right? Mm-hmm. First thing we think about is what do we need to do? Right? We need to eat healthy. We need to work out, right? right. To do the things. Right. Right. And then we'll have the result we want and then we'll be happy, right? Correct. That's how we live our lives, is it not? Yeah. Right? That's, that's pretty much it. And so they challenged us in this personal development seminar to say, well, what if we don't focus on the things we are doing? But we start focusing on how we're being first, because if you decide how you're going to be, then that will make you take different actions, which will give you different results. Okay. And thinking about being positive, Mm -hmm. right? You decide I'm going to be positive today. You're going to do and say things differently than you would otherwise, right? Oh, absolutely. And then your day is better. I don't know how to really explain that because, you know, I have a lot of people that send me personal messages you know and a lot of them i think they're just maybe having a bad day because the one question that comes up so much to me is how can every day be another day in paradise you know and i'm like dude (laughs) that's just how i choose to look at it i'm not saying that you know the world's perfect i'm just saying i can't control certain things but what i can't control i choose to deal with it in a positive way the best I can you know there's a book called the happiness equation I'm Hmm. about halfway through it right now it's really good but one of the things they talk about in there is uh, specifically remember the lottery and originally when I saw it I'm like what does the lottery have to do with happiness right Right, yeah you never (laughs) win it (laughs) (laughs) and the lottery they were talking about is being alive ah and the miracle of that right and just remembering the lottery is remember how you know amazing it is for you to be alive. That's a very interesting point because you know I again I I'm so appreciative of of the things that I think a lot of people take for granted, but that's probably due to the the, the trials and tribulations that I've been through. But I mean, when I wake up, that's the first thing I'm about. Is, Thank you. Thank you for another you know for another opportunity to see another day. Uh, I look at things a little different from most people, but I'm very appreciative of some of the simplest things that a lot of people just uh, just take for granted. You know, I mean, taking a shower, you know, uh, putting on some clothes, feeding yourself, you know, walking to the front door or whatever. You know, I I, I don't take that. I mean, there's a lot of people that struggle with those those things. 
Yeah. You know, it's a decision and, you make every day. Yeah. And, and the fact that I get to, to get up, first of all, is a blessing. And then I get a chance to do what I do. And I can pretty much do it without anyone else's help. Mm. You know, that means a lot to me because I've seen people dealing with medical issues, health issues. And I mean, it could be much worse. Yeah, absolutely. Bach, I got a quick question for you. Mm-hmm. You want you want to go sell some power tools? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like there's some money to be made. <laughs> well, I tell you what, Bach, we better stick with the radio, man, because I don't, I don't, I don't like my. I don't like my skills in selling power tools. Like, first of all, you got to know something about power tools, and I know nothing. I can't fix anything. You know, what's funny is um, I joked with my friend that I knew it was time to go when you could hand me a box, right, a power tool box, and just by closing my eyes and feeling the weight and shape of the box, I could give you the model number. Mm. <laughs> that's yeah. what i knew it was time to go yeah, you, you, you've been at it for a minute <laughs> yeah you've been at it for a minute if, you, if that's if you can do that yeah yeah you got skills you know what though that was a huge blessing in my life and i met so many amazing people through yeah. that journey and it really helped me develop tough skin you can imagine being a female on a job site oh absolutely there were, there were oh, yeah. some some uh interesting looks and oh yeah things you that probably heard some interesting comments too <laughs> yep. But I always lived for that moment where their eyes changed. Um, they go from, what's this girl doing here? To, oh, that's what she's doing here. Yeah. She's, she's actually here to provide value. And, and she knows what she's talking about. Yep. And yeah. that was, I, I loved that, yeah. that moment. <laughs> well, I tell you what, I'm proud of you. I mean, I'm just proud of you for everything that you've had to go through to get to where you are. Oh, you know, you. and I just, I just want you to keep doing that. Thank you. Yeah, and um, this filming stuff that you do, yeah, you're gonna have to tell me a little bit about that. I'm a, do we have a little time here? Yeah, we got a few minutes. Yeah, yeah. T- tell me about what you do with the, with the, with your brother. Yeah. So Landon started Grindstone in 2018 officially. Okay. We've been doing it as a side hustle a little longer than that, but okay. I uh, like to say I was on the silent board of directors early on. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I got you. <laughs> but um. You know, it's what's funny is I'm the, the older sibling, three okay. and a half years older than him, and we used to play this game called Servant. So I was the queen, he was the servant, <laughs> and I would tell him, go get me a glass of water, or go get me a book, right? <laughs> and he was little enough that he thought it was fun, and so he'd play along. And eventually he'd say, well, do I get to be the king? And I'd, I'd distract him with a different game. <laughs> <laughs> and so oh, that's funny. it's funny now, you know, he started Grindstone and here I am, you know, helping him bring this thing to life. And so it's kind of come full circle and my, my servant moment has come. <laughs> so he is now the king. <laughs> he is the king. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. But that's okay. It's for your brother. So. Oh, we love it. We, uh. We're really blessed to be able to work together and talk a little bit more about that after the break. Okay, well, hey, look, we go, don't go nowhere. We'll be right back. This is the 93.7. The ticket is to get you happy on hour. Y'all stay with us. <laughs> 